This episode is brought to you by Backwards Planning Financial with Joe Garrison. It's also brought to you by Ideal Poultry, by Private Family Banking, and finally, this episode is brought to you by Salt and Strings Butchery. Welcome to this episode of the Hard Men Podcast. I'm your host, Derek Kahn, and uh, very excited about this episode. We have a special guest, Mr. Kevin Sorbo. Kevin is, of course, an actor, director, producer, also book author. You probably remember Kevin from the TV series Hercules, which aired from 1995 to 1999. I was a fan of that TV show, but I think it was on like w, the WB or something like that. I uh, used to watch that after school. He's also been in films like the 2014 film, God's Not Dead. So really cool to have the opportunity to talk to Kevin. I got to find out, too, uh, some of his people reached out, and they said Kevin is a huge supporter of masculinity in the culture and pushing back against what he calls the emasculation of men. I said, absolutely, I'm all for that. Kevin has been outspoken in a number of areas. If you look at Twitter or X, you can find him there. And we'll provide links in the show notes where you can follow along with his content. Very outspoken Christian and conservative. And I love uh, Kevin's story. He's married to his wife, Sam. They have three children. And they're also outspoken advocates for Christian homeschooling, something that we're going to talk about in this episode. So Kevin, very bold and blunt about getting your kids out of the public education system. Also bold and blunt about talking about the problem with our leadership, our corrupt government, what's going on in this country uh, he talks about how he was canceled from Hollywood in this episode, which I found uh, really interesting. We talk about why films like Barbie and just the male figures have gone so much in the direction of emasculation uh, because of Hollywood and who's controlling that. Uh, so again, really interesting conversation with Kevin. Was so excited to have him on the show. Uh, he is also like Mr. Anti-Left, which I love. Uh, recently got in trouble on his Twitter for saying something as benign and obvious as make men masculine again. Uh, so we'll talk about that and um, kind of what's coming next from him. He's also the author of a new book, uh, which would encourage you to check out. We'll have links for that in the show note. That is called The Test of Lionhood. This book is published by Brave Books and um, tells the story of a, a young lion. It's basically Kevin will get into it in the episode, but basically, like, how can we have stories that teach our boys to be boys and girls to be girls? Like, if it was just that simple, uh, how could we possibly do that? And the power of culture and media uh, to shape the coming generations. Uh, again, Kevin has got 2 million followers on Twitter, so you can check that out. Again, The Test of Lionhood from Brave Books. We'll include links for that in the show notes. Speaking of Hercules, this is one of the Eric Hahn segues, by the way. Speaking of Hercules, if you want to turn into a Hercules, check out Barbell Logic. Uh, I've been doing that now for a couple months, six months or so with Matt Reynolds. It's been absolutely phenomenal. Check out the link in the show notes. You can sign up for online coaching today. You can do the lifting in a local gym in your home, film the workouts, send them to one of the trainers, and uh, they'll give you coaching, which is just absolutely wonderful. I started, I don't know, it's pathetic. I started at like 180 pounds on deadlift, uh, now close to 400 pounds. We're about to break that 400-pound marker. I had to take some time off for hunting season, you know. But uh, we're getting back in the gym, getting back at it. And uh, Matt has been just pivotal uh, in helping me get there. So if you want to increase your strength and uh, shape and work on that Hercules physique, Check out Barbell Logic. You can find them again in the show notes. And of course, if you're going to work out and you're going to lift, you got to have quality red meat. So uh, 
check out my friend Quinn Bible and his meat company, his butchery, as it were, uh, Salt and Strings Butchery, longtime supporters of this show, wonderful meat. I eat it, I don't know, almost every day. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous how good it is for me. That's probably why the weightlifting has gone so well. So check those guys out. Follow the link in the show notes. And now, without further ado, we are going to jump into this episode with Mr. Kevin Sorbo, again, the actor from Hercules, and now Christian conservative advocate, excited for this conversation. Well, welcome to this episode of the Hard Men Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Kahn. And joined today by a very special guest, Mr. Kevin Sorbo. Kevin, thanks so much for joining me for this episode. Good to be here. I'm glad you guys wait for me. I, I was supposed to be on half an hour ago, but I was on a plane and everything was late. I cannot predict planes or drivers. <laughs> Especially today. Planes uh, have been notoriously difficult. Flight schedules difficult. Oh, a, yeah. lot of, a lot of craziness, Kevin, going on in the country uh, politically. And one of the things I want to talk about with you today, specifically with masculinity, yeah. Uh, there's just a war, it seems, going on against men. So I want to ask you about that. Do you see that? What, what do you see happening? Well, it's been going on for decades. I just think in the last 10, 15 years, it's just accelerated on itself. And you see all these people. You know, we, we started doing it. was like the 60s. When I think we really started doing stuff, you know, and uh, it, it was just crazy about this whole uh, thing about making men more like women and women more like men. There's androgynous society. It's, it's insane. Men are men. Women are women. We're different. We equally have wonderful things to give to each other in the world, but we're different. It's as simple as that. And the, uh, the book I'm doing right now is called Lionhood, uh, the, the Test of Lionhood with Brave Books. And it's about letting boys be boys. Let them grow up to be boys. Let them grow up to be men, strong men, uh, strong f- father figures. Look what they've done to sitcoms over the last 20 or 30 years. It actually started back in the 70s where the man is... Uh, he's kind of he's kind of out of shape. He's kind of a doofus. The mom is a hot babe, and the teenage kids all they do is make fun of dad. And you got these kids watching the, all these sitcoms, growing up watching it, and they've learned to say, "Hey, you know, father figure is not important. You know, father's just there, there's not an important thing with a father. You used to have fathers no best. You had Andy Griffith who was a smart guy. All these great shows that showed fathers in a strong position. Now it's like every movie, if unless it's you know going to be. Thor or something like that. They're the big tough guys. But most movies, the women are the ones that kick ass. They're the big tough ones out there. So I said, okay, we really going to believe this. It's fantasy. But this whole thing, we're going to believe this, that maybe we should get rid of all men out of the armed forces and just make it all women because they're obviously much more tougher than men. Walt Disney said in the 1950s, movies and television will influence our youth. That was in the 50s. I think old Walt was right, and I think Walt is flipping over in his grave right now what Disney has done to his name. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, One other question I want to ask you, Kevin, is it seems like you look at the political scene, you look at everything going on. I know you've been on the Tim Cast. You've talked a lot about what's going on politically in the country. It seems like there's a bigger agenda here in play than simply just a few people don't like men. But- it seems like a lot of politically minded people benefit from men being weak and families being weak. Uh, do you see that? Do you think it's true? Well, I think there's a total destruction of the family unit. I mean, when, when I saw BLM's manifesto, and they took it down relatively quick, but I printed it out. And the top of it just says, get rid of God. Get rid of the family unit. We believe in Marxism and uh, we want to destroy capitalism. We believe uh, women being pregnant is equal to slavery. Really? So maybe if all women stopped having babies in 100 years, there'd be nobody left on the planet. And, you know, that would make Bill Gates very happy because I know he wants to get rid of planet. You know, we're we're overcrowded, apparently. I love that Elon Musk came out and said we could comfortably fit all 7 billion people 
in America alone. I fly over this country a lot. I see a lot of nothing down there, guys. So it's it's insane that we're doing this, and yet people just get brainwashed by the mainstream media. They get brainwashed by the by by television and movies. Um, you know, Andrew Breitbart said it best. He was a dear friend of ours. Rest in peace. He said politics runs downstream from culture. Who runs the culture? Hollywood does. And look at the stuff they're putting out there. Climate change. They've been talking climate change since the 1920s. Who was it that said, was it Al Gore? No, Kerry. Ambassador Czar Kerry of the climate change. He said, he said that um, the, the North Pole would be gone by 2014. He said this back in, I don't know, 15 years ago. Well, I don't know. It's still there, dude. Things are still, you know, Al Gore became a multi, I think he's like a billionaire now with this whole inconvenient truth. Yeah, it's an inconvenient truth because you don't show the whole graph. You don't show that the other, you know, back in 1910 and 1900 and all that, where the carbon, carbons level levels were. We're not anywhere near what they say it is, but they love controlling us. And people are brainwashed. You got Leonardo DiCaprio going out there and saying, oh, it's, it's snowing now and it shouldn't be snowing because it's you know, climate change. It used to be global warming. And then we had like a really cold couple of years in 2014. 14, 15, 16, they said, we better change it. It's called climate change. Yes, it is. It's called seasons. And they've been around for a long time. No, exactly. Uh, Kevin, one of the things that's really interesting about this is, is you look at, as you said, culture and what Hollywood has done. People like yourself, right? You've spoken up. Your, your Twitter is blown up. You say a, a bunch of stuff that's not PC. You're not supposed to be allowed to say it, yet you're saying it. But it's also cost you personally. Uh, I know in the past you've talked about the silent majority. There's a lot of people who probably agree with you. Uh, but are afraid to speak up. So talk to that constituency about needing to speak up. You say it's controversial. I, I don't think the truth is controversial, but that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. So my, my Twitter account is very sarcastic truth. It's just truth. It's, it's one more level beyond Babylon B, where Babylon B is able to get away with a lot more than I do without getting warnings. I mean, I love the fact that there's fact checkers for <laughs> Babylon B. It yes. just cracks me up. But there, I got Facebook took me down three years ago, two and a half years ago for posting the truth. And I posted on Twitter because everything I was saying about COVID, climate change, all these other things now have been proven that what I said was, of course, fact. But they'll never put me back on Facebook again. Why can't they come out and say, you know, what, we were wrong. But even though even Fauci is coming out and say, well, maybe the shots weren't really working that well. You think? Take one, two, let's change. Okay, take one shot. COVID, two shots. You still got COVID. Okay, take a booster shot. What's the freaking difference between a shot and a booster? Four shots, people still getting COVID. Eight masks and shields, people still getting COVID. This is all about fear. This is all about controlling your life. And I swear to God, more people are waking up right now. Thank God for that. But I want my Facebook account back. I posted on Twitter. I said, I know need more conspiracy theories because all mine have come true. So, I think I said I think I said a couple of years ago with COVID. I said, "You want to get rid of COVID? Tell the Clintons COVID's got something on them. That thing will magically just it'll commit suicide for some reason." Hey, look, look, it's been going on for for such a long time. We're fighting back. I'm the victim of cancel culture before it's even a term, a phrase. My manager and agent back in 2012 said we can't work with you anymore because you're conservative and a Christian. Oh, God forbid. God forbid I have a different point of view than our, our holy government and the insane people at MSNBC and CBS and all these networks. It's just crazy out there. Our sponsor, Private Family Banking Partners, is on a mission to help Christians live out the Dominion Mandate by making a stealth-like move away from the mainstream banks and into their own privatized banking system. This innovative system is designed to guarantee uninterrupted compound interest and tax-free growth 
without exposure to typical stock market risks. To join this growing community that is already building wealth into future generations and converting post-mill talk into post-mill action, contact private family banking partner Chuck De Laderante at his email, chuck at privatefamilybanking.com. Again, that's chuck at privatefamilybanking.com. To set up an appointment and to receive a free copy of Chuck's new book, Protect Your Money Now, How to Build Multi-Generational Wealth Outside of Wall Street, and avoid the coming banking meltdown, go to the link in the show notes for more information. Do you desire to be shrewd financially for the sake of your family and future generations? Well, we know that a robust society depends on getting this right. Success in building and passing on personal wealth. Let's be mature, responsible leaders with the resources God expects us to turn a profit on to love our children and children's children well. Joe Garrisey with Backwards Planning Financial integrates investments, debt, insurance, tax strategies, and legacy planning in a holistic approach, coaching his clients to act wisely. You can do better than you received. You can affect your family trajectory and maximize your efforts to set up long-term fruitfulness. Joe starts with your values and goals, then provides impactful counsel to help you form and implement your financial plan. Click on the link in the description for Backwards Planning Financial and contact Joe today to get started. One of the things that you guys have emphasized over the years, this ties into uh, the children's book, is the need for Christian education and for Christian, you know, teaching for kids. They're, you know, we see this all the time, right? You have transgender story time. So just speak to that. Why, why, how did that get in the mainstream, first of all? And then what... How are there so many Christian parents who are sitting on the sidelines not doing anything about that? Because they're wusses, just like just like so many pastors out there right now. We got woke pastors out there. These guys they're gonna remember they work for God, not for government. Mm, amen. And I you know I walked into when we moved, we left California, thank God, five years ago. And one of the first churches we went to, in even in Florida, we walked in there. They were all very, oh my gosh, because my movies like God's Not Dead and Soul Surfer, Let There Be Light, what if? And oh, and I sat there and. Five minutes into the pastor's sermon, says we have to apologize for being black. I looked at my for being white. For being white, we have to apologize. I looked at my wife and I said, are we down here? She goes, yeah. We stood up and walked right out in the middle of it. They saw us go. I wanted to send a message loud and clear. This is just stupid. It's insane what we're doing out there. And we're brainwashing these kids as well. And I keep saying the sheep are going to be the sheep. And we got plenty of plenty of uh, conservative Christians out there that are bloody sheep and plenty of Christians that don't even vote. It's like, I've heard the statistics like over 50%. That's insane. You know, we get the governments we deserve because the left is more organized than their hate and their anger. And we got guys like Soros and Buffett, all these billionaire guys funding this, which is just, it's just, it's weird to me because they've had success. They've had success in the capitalist system, but they don't want any of you to have any success as well. So I said, we need to wake up the lions. And that's when Brave Books got a hold of me. I got a book. I just, I haven't unpacked it. But here's the cover of the book right here, Lionhood, the test of lionhood. And it's about letting boys be boys. Let kids grow up. Let them be kids. Because your seven-year-old puts on your dress doesn't mean he wants to be a girl now. My kids did that. My kids are 6'5 and 6'4 and fully, fully men. And my son wears at the gym, he wears embrace masculinity when he goes to work out of the gym. And this whole thing about toxic masculinity, it was interesting. 
there was a woman, very pretty woman, mid-20s, a mix of, uh, you know, I don't know, Chinese, Japanese, whatever. She was interviewing women of different colors, different races on the college campus. And they brought up, what do you think about this white, you know, what white privilege and white, you know, masculine. All that. Oh, they went off and just ripped holes in men and they get all the breaks. And so then she said, so what, what privileges do men have that you don't have? And they just got blank. Well, I can't think of anything right now. And I just start laughing. You just bitched about it for five minutes. And then when you ask the question, they go, oh, I'm late from my class. I got to go. So they look just, and once again, it shows the ignorance and the uneducated stupidity of, of so many of these people under the age of, heck, under the age of 35, that because they grew up in this, in, in being indoctrinated, starting way back in kindergarten, all the way through, you know, elementary school, junior high, and high school, and through college. And now all these teachers are from that. And that's why in school, they want to show transgender movies instead of, they go, wait a minute, but you're a math teacher, right? And it's just weird. I love the fact there was a school, and I'm sure you saw the story, just happened a couple days ago, when they said that anybody can go to any bathroom that they want to go to, and they staged a walkout. These were all these 16, 17-year-old kids, and I said, good on you guys, because this, cra- this is crazy what we're doing right now. It is simply insanity. You want to pretend you're a dog or a cat or something other? Fine. But quit shoving down everybody's throat and try to make us believe in this fantasy, because it's not real. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Uh, one of the things I saw you tweet recently, Kevin, was make men masculine again. This seems like a very like air is, you know, something we breathe type comments. But there were a lot of people who were upset about this. Uh, as you start to think about how we put the pieces together, you know, maybe it's the pastorate, maybe it's different politicians, maybe it's parents waking up. How, how do we actually do that? How do we begin to make a culture that no longer vilifies God's design for the sexes? Why can't we see both sides of the issue? You know, why can't you see the other side of climate change? What, 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 just as many scientists on the other side, probably more, disagree with those global warming. Why can't we educate kids? Let kids make up their own mind on that. I'm not, look, I'm in, I'm in Hollywood. I've done, I've done so many movies. I've been on set with so many people that are gay. You won't find one that says I was a horrible person because I don't care. If you want to be a transgender, be a transgender. I'm friends with Bruce Jenner, who's now Caitlyn Jenner. I've known him, for, I've known him the guy for 25 years. I, but at least he waited until he was 60 years old to finally make this move. Don't, there's so many kids already, it's proven, that when you start doing this stuff, when they're 7, 8, 9 years old, by the time they get in the 20s, they look at their mom and go, well, what did you do this to me for? How can I make up my mind? There was a great video out recently where this guy said, here's $5,000 to like a 7-year-old, you know, and here's two Oreo cookies. You only have one. Which do you want? All the kids took the cookies. <laughs> it shows you they... They don't have the knowledge to go, wait a minute, that 5000 I could buy a lot more than two cookies, you know? So it's, what is wrong with me saying my, they, I don't get mad at them for saying, you, you, I have to embrace this and embrace that. I can disagree. Why do they get mad at me? They're so angry. All they have is anger and hate in their lives. And it's really sad to me that we can't have a conversation without them wanting to yell and start, and, and start a fight. It's like, look, you want to be gay, be gay. You want to be a transgender? Be old enough to make that decision on your own, not influenced by teachers, not influenced by parents that are obviously off the cuckoo's nest. But I mean, let them get old enough. Let them get, get to be 18 at least to say, you know what? I've been in my wrong body. You think that way? Fine. You think that way. But why do we have to shove it down everybody's throat all the time? Transgenders in sports, f- form your own league. Have transgenders have their own league. 
It's already proven all these men going into these sports are kicking these women's butt. Like completely dominating women. Yeah. I mean, it's, and, and, and that parents allow it cracks me up even more. It's just sad to me. Pull your daughters out. Take all these schools and say, you know what? We're going to have our own track and field thing on our own outside of the school with all the schools in our conference. We're going to have our own thing. And let the transgenders, let them have their own, own Olympics. I'm sure it'll be a big television thing for CBS. I'm sure it'll make a lot of money. Uh, Kevin, uh, it, it's interesting you mentioned that. But I'm thinking back to, okay, obviously you're in Hercules. Yeah. Uh, so this is what, like mid to late 90s into 2000, something like that. 19, 1993 to 2000. Then I did Andromeda from okay. 2000 to 2005. And since then, over 80 movies. 80 movies. Wow. They're not, they're not all good, but I'm staying busy. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all know your best uh, best work was you were a bounty hunter in one episode of Psych. So, oh yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's the. Uh, but you go back to say like Hercules that era was Hollywood the same then uh, as it is now? Did you see all these problems at that time? I knew that Hollywood was uh, was more was more liberal than they were conservative, but not like this. I never heard where I you know hid what I, where I stood in my politics. But back in the late '80s and even in the '90s, we could have conversations about it. But like I said, things have just really drastically changed. Changed a lot. I remember, you know, when Obama was running for president, he said, "Once I'm president, I'm going to fundamentally change America." And I told my wife, I said, "Had you told me just before we got married, once we're married, I'm going to fundamentally change you, I would have walked right out the door." <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's just it's amazing to me. Here's the thing: people give up so quickly now. You know, they fail once and that's government's fault and God's fault or God they don't believe in or your fault or my fault. And just let's, I just want to sit around and collect unemployment now and hopefully I can riot and I can be paid by George Soros. We know he's paying for this. So it, it's changed a lot. It, it was not nearly back when I was there back in the day. It was much more civilized. You know, liberals need to look at the definition of the word liberal. It pretty much means everybody's point of view is okay. You're the ones who are open to everybody's suggestion. But now it's like, boom, it's just this narrow road that they make you go down. Freedom of speech, tolerance. It's a one-way street with Hollywood. And uh, they brainwash so many people. And you're right. Every movie I've done over the last, I'd say, eight years, I get, if not one person, I get a dozen come up to me privately. Thanks for being a voice for us. And I go, be a voice for yourself. Wow, I'll get blacklisted like you. You know what? I'm not doing big movies. I'm not doing big TV shows anymore. They're not going to invite me. Still making movies, though. Sorbostudios.com. Please go to Sorbostudios.com. A lot of great stuff there. A lot of great movies. Why can't I have my voice? Why can't I have my opinion? Why is there a cancel culture out there? We live in a world now where people can say anything about anybody 100% lie, and they don't care. And we're now guilty before being proven innocent. There's a video from Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi, such an amazing woman, who's running She's running for <laughs> office again because she's done such a great job for constituents in San Francisco. She's still alive? I didn't even know that. <laughs> and San Francisco is going so well. And she said, it's, there's, it's out there. You can see it. on the, it's a, She says, we spread the smear. Doesn't have to be true. We spread the smear. We give it to you guys. She's pointing to all the press. You guys take it and you run the story and you keep running it. And pretty soon the smear becomes truth. And we hurt, damage hurt people. She goes, that's just politics. So they admit to being liars. They admit to being scammers. They admit that they control Wall Street. They all become very wealthy off of Wall Street. I mean, it's, it's really, it's incredibly sad what we turn into. And why can't either side get rid of mail-in voting? Get rid of it. It's simple. You vote one day, the day of the election. Well, there's people that are, you know, in the hospitals. Then you send people to those hospitals. 
but you get one day and you show a bloody ID. There's nothing racist about showing an ID. And uh, we'll have more honest elections because right now it's horrible. It's, it's very, very corrupt. Yeah. One of the other things, too, you know, you think about one of the masculine traits that, that we're told Genesis 2.15, men are to protect, uh, to work and to keep. So protection is uh, embedded in the male. What's wrong with that? Yeah, male DNA. <laughs> it's great. It's the way God made us. Yeah. One of the questions I have always had, though, and I want to get your take on this. When you think about open borders, uh, you said this recently on Twitter. It's like saying you can't have locks on your doors or better yet. You can't even have doors on your house. It seems like it violates the principle of men being protectors. Uh, so talk to me about open borders. Do, do you think that's true? Well, look at it. Biden's let 5 million people in the country, and he's only th- in three years into his presidency. I mean, it's unbelievable. T- Trump, I think, had 1.4 million in four years. 5 million. And it's mostly men. It's mostly Army-age men, 35 and younger. They keep saying, we're letting families in. No, you're not. Look at the lines. I've seen the videos. My wife went down there because a friend was shooting a documentary. She went down to Brownsville, Texas. She saw what's going on. And you see guys coming in with 30 kids, 30 young, like 12-year-old. Oh, these are all my cousins. And you know they go straight into sex trafficking. And we sit there and just let it happen. And the minute the hypocrisy shows again from cities like New York and Chicago, when you start busing these people to the, these, these illegal aliens coming into the country, they start, well, I was just in New York doing three days of press, and people were up in arms, very mad about all these people. Oh, but you said you're a sanctuary city. Now you don't want them here? Because they figure they're so safe and so far away from the border, they're not getting any, they're getting a small taste of what just comes across the Texas, New Mexico, and Arizona borders every single day, California too. But, and who are these people? Who, who are they? I mean, we're setting us up, us up for something bad. I mean, it's not, it's not going to be good. And they want to keep it open. You can't even get our president and vice president to go down there. They, they sit there and they deny. You can show them the truth. They don't care. They can say, my favorite color is blue. And the next day they say, they'll say red. Well, we have you on tape. There you are saying blue. No, no, no. I said red. I mean, you got missed. There's an E in blue. So I think that E in red meant red. You guys just misunderstood what I said. I mean, it is amazing how lying is just so commonplace in our political people that we put in office, that we need to get rid of them. We need to get rid of all of them. They need term limits. Why can't we have term limits? And why aren't they teaching civics in school anymore? You know why? They don't want kids to realize it's we the people. Yeah, that's been another thing to go is uh, the Constitution. Uh, I also want to ask you, too, we were thinking about, uh, you were talking about child trafficking. Obviously, the film that came out recently, there's a lot of people getting behind that, Sound of Freedom. This got a lot of negative press, though. Uh, A lot of people saying it's made up. I just want to get your take. I mean, you've seen it from the inside. You you see these issues all the time, as you said. Seeing it at the border. Uh, why do you think they were so adamantly opposed the the mainstream media to to this movie? Because they're all ped- they're all pedophiles. They're all pedophiles. I mean, to sit there and say uh, and to say that the movie is fake. I mean, sex trafficking is a real thing, guys. I think I think it's the second biggest moneymaker and about to take over drugs pretty soon. Every year, you hear about these these sex circles that get broken up by cops um, when they finally get a hold of them. But for them. <laughs> When Hollywood came in, it couldn't even get behind a movie that showed the evil of sex trafficking. I'm looking at my wife going, so are they admitting that they're pedophiles, that they like having sex with children? So I don't know. It's weird. What's the name of the woman? J- J- Chris, Christine. Who's the one that got arrested for Pedo Island? Ghislaine Maxwell. Yeah. And it's like two years ago. 
what, they still don't have a list of names? Of course they got the list of names. But there's too many powerful people in there, and probably on both sides of the political aisle that have been down We there. know We know who Lauren Boebert is dating, though. Yeah. We do know that. Yes. <laughs> that was easy. And when, when what's-his-name uh, was, was hung himself in a high-security prison cell, for some strange reason, the camera wasn't working at that time. It's really... It, it, how much more obvious does it have to be to people? I mean, if I wrote a movie like that, people go, oh, come on. What do you think? We're idiots? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> Actually, yes. So there's got to be, uh, like yourself, there's got to be good people kind of in your circles as well. What's your sense of that? Do you think it's growing? Do you think that there's more pushback now than you've seen before? What, what's that like? I think it's growing. I think people are, I think, I think this so-called silent majority, I think more and more people are finally waking up and saying enough is enough. Enough is enough. We got to we got to do something about this. Like I told you, I get these people coming up to me on the sets all the time and saying it. And uh, I get through Sorbo Studios. I get a lot of people from Hollywood that are camera guys, that are grips, that are you know script supervisor, whatever, saying, "Hey, I would love to work on a movie with you. I like the movies that you're doing." It, they're out there and they're getting tired of it. You know, we had a group in, in LA years ago called Friends of Abe and it grew to about 2,500 strong. I mean, people know about it now. They It's disbanded since then because, you know, the people that put it together, they did what they wanted to do to show that, look, there's 2,500 people willing to step up to be at these meetings and uh, saying enough is enough. There's just this one-sided issue. Why, why? I don't get angry for someone that's an atheist. I don't get angry if someone believes differently than I do. I really don't. I'm all, I'm all for it. Why can't we just have a friendly discussion about it? You may change my mind. I might change yours. Or we might just walk away feeling stronger about our position. But to be shut down completely, to have this whole cancel culture thing that's just, it's so incredibly one-sided, it's, it's got to end. It's, it's really got to end. Now, I brought up a movie because I got to bring this out because I got a movie opening in October. And it's uh, called Miracle in East Texas. We'll get back to Brave Books in a second because I know they want me to talk about that some more. But uh, Miracle in East Texas is a true story set in 1930. And it's a wonderful, wonderful story about these two con men that went through Oklahoma and Texas, right in the heart of the Depression. They would woo widows out of their money on, a fake, on fake oil wells, sell 500% of the share, declare dry hole, and go to the next town. By the time they get to Kilgore, Texas, they strike oil by accident. Largest oil find ever. The movies won 10 film festivals, best comedy, best romantic comedy, best faith movie, judges favorite, audience favorite, family favorite. So it's rated PG. You can take your six and seven year old to this movie. I'm in it. I direct it as well. John Ratzenberger's in it. Lou Gossett Jr.'s in it. Tyler Maine. My wife, Sam Sorbo's in it. It's a wonderful movie. Please go to SorboStudios.com. You can find out more stuff about my book there as well, but SorboStudios.com. Click the link. Buy tickets now because we got look. I get stopped all the time because of the movies I've done. It's isn't Hercules or Andromeda. It's my my family friendly faith based movies, and people say make more. Well, we're a low budget movie. It doesn't look low budget. It's a great movie, but what I'm saying we don't have a hundred million dollars like they do for these avatars where they can put a commercial in every football game and every soap opera. We we need word of mouth and uh, Miracle East Texas. You can click on the link. Put in your zip code. Shows you what theaters near you. We're on 750 screens opening October 29th. Please support this movie. It's a great family movie. The more people we get to go, the more days we'll get in theaters. Because as you know, theater owners don't care what they show. They want to sell popcorn and soda. As a huge proponent of the carnivore diet, I quickly learned how great eggs are for you. Especially when you slonk them 8 to 12 at a time. But whether you drink them raw or scramble them with some sausage... 
They're good for your heart and mind, and they help you build a ton of muscle pretty quickly. My preferred source for eggs is from my own backyard, and I've loved getting my birds from Ideal Poultry. Ideal Poultry is the number one backyard poultry supplier in the country, and they're also wonderful people. Ideal is owned and operated by a solid Christian family who is worthy of your patronage if you are looking for some fantastic birds. So visit Ideal Poultry today at idealpoultry.com. Again, that's idealpoultry.com. You can also check the link in the show notes. Red meat is a staple of a healthy protein-packed diet, but not all meat is created equal. That's why I buy my meat from Salt and Strings Butchery. Salt and Strings is owned and operated by my friends Quinn and Samantha Bible, and the meat they offer is raised, harvested, and processed exclusively in Southern Illinois. It's cut and packaged by my friends Quinn and Anthony, and not only is it the best meat I've ever had, well, all their meat is sourced from local farms that share our Christian values. Salt and Strings is now offering a beef and hog box that can be shipped directly to your door. The 15-pound beef box features 100% black Angus beef and includes ribeyes, T-bones, sirloin, chakros, fajita meats, and ground beef. You can order your beef box today for just $259. They will send it directly to your door. The hog box is $239 and features premium Duroc pork, including eight thick pork chops, one of my all-time favorites, pork steaks, cured and sliced bacon, ground pork, bratwurst, and breakfast sausage links. You can place your order today at saltandstrings.com or use the link in the show notes. And also be sure to follow Salt and Strings on Instagram. We'll also include the link in the show notes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's wonderful. Uh, yeah, and you mentioned Brave Books. Uh, we can go back to that. I want to I talk just a little bit more about uh, particularly media and culture and children. Uh, I know you're a big fan of the Barbie movie. That was obviously great. Uh, but maybe maybe we need some stuff that's a little more masculine than that. <laughs> Do you know in Hercules, we had two spinoff shows. One was Xena in season three. In season five, we spung off Young Hercules. And the actor who played me as a teenager was a 20-year-old Ryan Gosling. No, it wasn't. Yeah. That's crazy. I remember watching that. It got canceled after two years. He was a skinny old dude back then. But I'll tell you, I'll be honest. When I worked with him before he got that role, I went home to tell my wife. I said, I just worked with this guy. He's like 19, 20 years old. He said, he's a really talented dude. He's got something. And, of course, you know, the, he was bummed that the show got canceled, but then now he's Ryan Gosling. And uh, he's a damn good actor, so my hat's off to the guy. But in the movie, I know it's made a billion dollars. Because every woman that's old, you know, 70 and younger has had a Barbie in their time, uh, probably 80 or younger. But it, the, I haven't seen it, but every guy that I know have taken their kids or their grandkids saying it just bashes men. It says men are useless. Women, we don't need men. Uh, we're superior. We're better. And, you know, it's fine to feel that way. But I honestly, I honestly think the vast majority of people in the world still want to find a partner that they that they that they love, and most of those partners are men and women. Yes, men get together, men, women get together, get together, men. And I said, I don't care what happens, but the majority of people, it's still male and female to get together. People want to be happy, and they want to find a, they want to find a soulmate, whatever that soulmate may be. Speak about stories for young young people. Uh, you get into brave books. Um, this is obviously pivotal, but it shapes the way our young people think. I, you know, I'm just going back to my kids and thinking of all the stuff that we read. Uh, mostly from the 50s. It's like politically incorrect now that they've like banned from bookstores, I guess. But even movies, you know, you 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 show your kids 
Uh, they got older. We watched Braveheart. It seems like every Mel Gibson movie from the 90s my kids love. Why is that? You know, they, they, the boys are looking for masculine stories, but it also shapes them and who they will become. So why why get involved for you? Why get involved with Brave Bro- Books? Why was that such an important thing for your your story and what you were doing with your time? I've known Kirk Cameron in a long time, and he has he's got a Brave Book. And I talked about that before. I said, isn't it interesting that Kirk Cameron's getting you know banned from reading his book to seven and eight year old kids at public libraries? Public libraries say no, but they're more than happy to bring in drag queens to read the seven year old. Why? I, I would love I, I would love to interview these library people and say why is Kirk Cameron really scary? Is he just a really scary dude to come in and read to your kids? It's so weird. So when they came to me to, to do my book about lionhood, it, this 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 does not bash anybody, bashes nobody, doesn't bash any group. It's really letting boys be boys, and as far as I'm concerned, let girls be girls. And it's a story about Lucas, the lion cub. He goes out in the woods with his two little sisters. She gets The youngest one gets cut by this very, very poisonous plant. He knows that plant's going to kill her. He has no time to run back to his dad. But his dad has taught him the ways of being in the woods and about safety and everything. He knows the only way to save her is this special flower at the top of the mountain. And that's much shorter than going all the way back to the house. So he's got to get past his fear. He's got to get past his insecurities. He's got to find the courage to, to get past these obstacles, to find this flower and to save his little sister's life. So it's a great story about this little boy finding bravery, stepping into what it's like to be a man, because we are called to be protectors. I mean, honestly, I make a joke about the women, all, all women army. Who do you want to go into war for you? I know people, I don't want war at all. Unfortunately, it's been around since man has been around. Cain and Abel, okay? There was only four people on the planet at the time. So it's like, it's always been around. So how do you deal with that? How do you, how do you, how do you make it? Uh, how else can we do this unless we show kids what it's like to be a man? And we show women what it's like to be a woman. And, and women have equal parts, but it's a different part in the family unit than a man has. You know, there's not that many women going out throwing footballs and baseball rounds with their kids. I know there are some, but the vast majority is dad with his boys and with his girls. I mean, that's as great as the WNBA is, because I've seen how good these women are. It's pretty impressive. It's still, what brings in the money? The men. What brings them, What brings in the sport, the money in college sports? By far. The men. I mean, you can't, you can, you can, you can fight me on that, but it's fact. I mean, it's just, it's Duke basketball brings in a lot more money than Duke female basketball. It's just the way it is. And people get upset about that. I didn't even know they had a female team. Oh, man, it's crazy. And there's a reason why there's a difference in the pay structure. Oh, yeah. You don't get the same amount of money for commercials. You don't get the same amount of money for ticket sales. I mean, it's it's weird that you can post all this truth in front of people and they just want to fight you on it. Very strange. Yeah, no, it's completely crazy. Kevin, we'll kind of wrap things up here, but I want to ask you a, a few questions about the political season upcoming. I know you've spoken to that. I guess what's your take, what's your read, how important is this, and what's coming down the pipeline for this nation politically? Well, every year, I think the last three elections, we say, this is the most important election we've ever had. And they all were. This is by far the most yeah. important election. And that's why we need, we got to get rid of voter fraud. And I think both sides are guilty of voter fraud. I don't understand why the conservatives aren't fighting this. Get rid of voter fraud. No more mail-in voting. It's so easy to cheat in mail-in voting. It's obvious. Big time. So get rid of it. And we need term limits. But look, Sam and I, my wife and I, 
we're homeschool advocates. She travels the country, uh, homeschool talking. I mean, uh, talking about homeschool. We got invited to two amazing events coming out next month. One's at Liberty University with a very high roster of a lot of big names. We got invited. She's going to talk about homeschooling and versus public schooling. I'm going to talk about the culture war that Hollywood has invaded upon us and uh, the movies that I'm doing and like what the Irwin brothers are doing to fight it back against the culture, you know, cancel culture that Hollywood is. And then we got invited up to New Hampshire where all the GOP candidates are going to be. And so uh, I'm hoping to get up on stage. Uh, obviously, when they're on TV, it's, I'm not going to be up there. But I want to get on stage with them and get in the middle of them with my wife and I and make that my Christmas card. I really do. I think it'd be pretty funny. But um, I'm honored to be part of that. People can go online and look up this stuff. But there's some amazing speakers on top of the GOP candidates that are going to be there. Um, I'm sure President Trump probably won't show up at that one either. But I, I look at what they've done to this guy. And, the, you know, Republicans are intimidated by him as well. Here's a guy that since he announced in 2015 he's running, every single day he gets attacked. Every single day. No president has ever had this kind of attacks on him. It's unbelievable. It's just crazy what we're doing. And I'm going to keep fighting it, and it's going to be interesting for me doing those two events. I'm looking forward to it. You think he has the best shot to win? If we have an honest election, yeah, certainly. <laughs> well, that's a big yeah. – When they did the debates – I'm sure they just jacked Biden up with B12 shots and whatever else. Just even get him on stage. <laughs> but I feel I feel sad for the guy because he's obviously losing his losing his mind. He's obviously got Alzheimer's moving in. You see how confused he gets and walking around. I love how the fact that the liberals said we got to get rid of these old white men in office, and they put an older white man in office. <laughs> they're having a stroke while they're speaking to us. <laughs> I, yeah, it's just. I, so to me, it's it's any any brings in a vice president with Harris, who was the first person voted off back in 2020 when they when the Democrat primary was going on. Ninety eight percent of Democrats didn't want her as president. And now she's a heartbeat away. And, and, and they and he says, I'm going to put a woman of color in the Supreme Court. I don't care who goes in the Supreme Court. Don't you want to just put the best person, period? She wouldn't even answer the question, can you define a woman? Why can't you find what's the definition of woman? I'm not a scientist. <laughs> I'm not a biologist. Not a biologist. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going, it, 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 the world's laughing at us. I mean, they really are. It's, it's absolutely crazy and insane. And I know I keep saying it over and over again, but I, I do speaking events a lot. I do a lot of pro-life speaking and Christian education. And the first thing I say, I got to say this because I want to make some more people angry at me. I get up on stage and I go, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here tonight. And if I use the wrong pronouns, I don't care. <laughs> I really don't and that's care. that's how I start. <laughs> that's fantastic. Uh, Kevin, as we wrap this up, I want to ask you one final question. Is As you're looking out at the nations, especially to young men and to fathers, uh, a lot of people can feel like, look, the world's against me, super discouraging out there. Media's against me. Public schools are against me. Uh, what do you say to these guys to encourage them to not be afraid, but to move forward, be courageous men? And, and ultimately, like the Apostle Paul said, act like men. How do you encourage them to do that? Stop letting people set your limitations and stop letting government control you with fear. The Bible, the only percent of fear is God. You don't have to fear all this other stuff going on. Fear is an amazing weapon and government knows how to use it. And they use it over and over again. And take your kids out of public schools. They are, they are pits of, of doom for your kids. They are, stop using it as a babysitting service to indoctrinate your kids. Two million more families are homeschooling now because of COVID. Two million. 
Two million more families because they saw really how crappy our public schools are and what school boards are doing. You know, they, they take out the books you're talking about from the 40s, 50s and 60s, but they're going to bring books in there uh, about two men together. You know, it's just like, you know, they will learn about sex as they grow up. They don't need your uh, when they're eight, nine years old, they don't need you pushing that down their throat, so to speak. No, absolutely. Well, Kevin, I appreciate it. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Of course, uh, we will include links in the show notes for everywhere. People can find your movie and your books. Uh, sir, we definitely appreciate it. Uh, thank you again. My pleasure. Bravebooks.com and sorbostudios.com. We'll see you there. God bless you guys. Well, thanks again for listening to this episode of the hard Men podcast. Again, wonderful conversation with Mr. Kevin Sorbo. Hope you enjoy that. By the way, if you love the content that you're receiving on this channel, you can get even more great content on our Patreon-exclusive show. That is The Pugilist, where we dive into more and more issues. We answer a lot of Q&A. We answer a lot of the practical. How can young men become better at business? How can they find themselves a high-quality woman to marry, starting families? When should you have kids? We answer all sorts of different questions. Very practical on the Patreon-exclusive show. You can join that. For as little as $5 a month, if you join at the $10 a month club, however, that's the tier, $10 a month, you get a free Hardman Slunk Eggs coffee cup. Who would not want that? I don't know. Uh, Certainly not anybody who's listening to this show. You can sign up there today. Follow the link in the show notes. Again, access to exclusive content. You also get early access to content and a bunch of other perks as well. Could not make this show possible without all of our supporters. So thank you for everybody who is supporting the show. As you can imagine, as Kevin talked about in this episode, the mainstream media is not supporting content that supports biblical masculinity. Uh, So definitely appreciate everybody who has been a part of this work and seeing it move forward. Until next time, stay frosty, fight the good fight, act like men.